Jerome Joseph presents The Brand Playbook Show The best branding place to win in the market And I hope you're going to enjoy the show today Because today we're going to focus our discussion on branding And my guest is based in Singapore So we didn't go far today And we, we stayed in the region And I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy his presence and please tune in, ask questions, because I know that, you know, branding is quite a, um, a big issue for a lot of you being an entrepreneurs, be, building up your business, trying to scale up your business. So it's important that you participate, you ask the right questions and uh, so we can have a, a great conversation. So just to give you a brief on uh, on on our guest today. Uh, our guest is Jerome. Jerome Joseph is based in Singapore, like I was saying. He's an award-winning brand and customer experience strategist and speaker focused on branding. So he's a branding guru, basically, and he's uh, focusing on uh, brand strategies, brand experience, internal branding, personal branding, and also, you know, making sure that, you know, the customer experience is uh, is well done. He's a best-selling author of uh, eight books on branding. So he's, like I said, he's a, a branding in guru, especially in this part of the world, but also internationally. He has over 23 experiences. 33 years of experience working with uh, a thousand, over a thousand brands. So a lot of people and working internationally uh, in uh, 34 countries. And, you know, the key thing with uh, Jerome is really a he's really a top, you know, a top person in branding. He's been awarded uh, top 30 uh, global brand guru in 2018 and last year. And he's also one of the, you know, the, the most influential uh, brand thought leader in his rank number two in the world. Can you imagine? And he's the only Asian from Asia to be recognized in this field because we know that branding is quite competitive and can be very, you know, we, we see a lot of branding. The industry is really competitive in North America, but uh, we don't always hear about what's happening in other countries, especially in Asia. And I think Jerome will tell us a little bit, you know, more about it and we'll discover more the influence that branding, you know, as uh, as as here in this in this region and how Jerome is, has been able to scale up his, uh, you know, his work internationally. So let's let's start and let's bring Jerome and have, you know, um, a conversation with him and educate ourselves on branding and get to you know to know how we can we can improve you know uh on on branding for our businesses and also our personal branding as well so don't go anywhere i hope you have your uh notepads your pens because there's going to be a lot of learning and nuggets today from jerome and uh, and I, I know I know you're gonna enjoy his presence because he's he's the best. So don't go anywhere and let's start this conversation with Jerome. So good evening, Jerome. Welcome to the Greatness Engineering Hour show. It's such a pleasure to have you today and spend some time talking about your favorite subject, branding. So welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me and good evening from Singapore. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, so our audience is uh, it's, it's global. I see that there's already one person here. There's Eva. Eva is tuning in from South Africa. So she's uh, she's very interest, she's interesting about the topic. And I think there's going to be our usual uh, people from the US and from Europe as well. They're just Brilliant. a little bit late, you know. So Brilliant. let's, you know... Yeah, so just let's start because I think branding has always been, you know, one of the key subjects, you know, especially as entrepreneur, because we have a lot of entrepreneur tuning in here. And uh, and just because before we go into the subject, you know, who is Jerome? And tell us a little bit about, you know, your journey and how you got into branding, because it's a very competitive industry, isn't it? It is, you know, I mean, I've been doing this now for, you know, pro professionally now for 23 years, probably coming close to 24 years now. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm obsessed with branding. I love everything there is about branding. But mm -hmm. I started, you know, you know, my first experience with branding was really very interesting. It was in the seedy part of Singapore in, in Chinatown. Oh, and, okay. And I, and I remember as a kid walking into Chinatown and... You, I came to this, you know, this was years and years ago, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I came to this table where I saw a bunch of watches. And lo and behold, I saw a Rolex for $20. <laughs> and as that's kid, unbelievable. Right? As the kid, I'm like, oh, wow. Everyone says Rolex is like $10,000. And now I got a Rolex for $20. So I, as a kid, this is like what I was what? eight years old, I took mm -hmm. all my pocket money and I bought myself a Rolex. <laughs> because I wanted the brand, mm -hmm. right? Rolex the brand. Mm -hmm. And I go back home to my, to my dad. I'm like, check out my Rolex. And the first thing my dad said was, who did you steal it from? Ah, okay, because it's so expensive. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine. Right? <laughs> and then my mom comes and my mom said, where did you get this from? And I said, this corner in Chinatown when I was out with some of, my, of, of, of our friends. And she goes, how much did you pay for it? And I go, $20. And that's when she gave me my first disappointment in life. <laughs> that this was a fake. Okay. All I, right. was, I was devastated, right? But I, I realized then at that young age, Mm -hmm. on the impact of branding that made an eight-year-old get mm -hmm. so excited about buying a Rolex and putting it on his hand and feeling good about himself mm -hmm. at eight years old. And, and, and that's kind of like my, and I tell that story sometimes at some of my conferences mm -hmm. that I speak in. Uh, and I tell people, I mean, you know, why, why, why did an eight-year-old buy a Rolex for 20 bucks? Mm -hmm. So that he could go to school and go to his friends and go, nah, 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 nah check out my Rolex. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to feel good and feel appreciated as well you know exactly and that's mm -hmm. you know that, that's my earliest experience with branding and over the years you know I, I I've been exposed to brands I've been very lucky my parents have really mm -hmm. brought me to, to to places to visit and and my first my first big brand experience was Disney mm -hmm. and being part of the Disney brand experience so that was really again very interesting for me to really be immersed in the Disney brand experience so all these things, I mean, you know, impacted my life. And as I mm -hmm. got into my career, and I, as I studied, I, I did my, my studies in communication. Mm -hmm. I focused on branding because I knew mm -hmm. at that young age, you know, while I was even doing my, my master's, that I wanted to be a thought leader in branding. Mm -hmm. I wanted to help 
change the lives of brands all around the world. So mm-hmm. I had this vision and, you know, already at the young age that I wanted to do something about branding. I wanted to create my own brands. I wanted to help people create brands. Mm-hmm. And that's how my journey started, you know, to oh. really, really from a young age and really being being so interested in what was around me mm-hmm. and telling myself, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's that's amazing that you already had, you know, this vision and this purpose in life at such a young age and not actually knowing what it was all about, but just being driven to it. But, you know, sometimes we get a little bit mixed up about branding. So what is branding? Because sometimes when we talk about branding, we, we look at more the physical side, which is, you know, the logos and whatever, the office. And uh, when it comes down to digital, the website, is it is it branding or is it part of branding, but it's not branding as we see it? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm laughing because I just had this conversation this morning with mm-hmm. a prospect. So I, I, I own two businesses. The first mm-hmm. business that I own is a brand consulting company and we mm-hmm. work with clients specifically in the region. And the second business I own is a brand training company. Mm-hmm. So today I, I had a call with, from, a, uh, from a prospect that was interested in, in branding. So this mm-hmm. prospect calls me and he says, Jerome, I heard a lot about the brand theater and about you. I, I'm very interested in branding. Mm-hmm. And I really need a nice logo. You see? Yeah. And and I and I paused for a minute and I said, okay, you need a very nice logo. And mm-hmm. I said, you could you could go online and just pay someone and they could come up with a nice logo for you. Mm-hmm. You need more than that. And he goes, no, but actually all I need is a really nice logo because I to him, branding was about having a nice, a nice tick or nice mark on, on mm-hmm. his on his card. And to him, that was branding. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, and I, I know I kind of beat, beat, beat around the entire bush to kind of come to answering mm-hmm. your question, is that branding is a lot more than that. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more than that. Now, if you think about it, if you look at Nike, what's Nike? Mm-hmm. It's a tick. If you look at, at Adidas, it's three lines. It's one line, two lines, three lines, but tilted. Mm-hmm. How is it that these are some of the most amazing brands in the world? If you look at Starbucks, Starbucks when the logo first came out, was a naked mermaid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not about the logo. Now, the logo is a component in the brand, but it's not about the logo. What mm-hmm. is branding? Branding is your way of life. It's, it's what people think about you. It's what people feel about you. It's what people perceive about you. Mm-hmm. Branding is all your touch points, your ecosystem, and how each touch point interacts with each other creating this experience that when someone comes in and, and, and engages with your brand, they're, that they're immersed in what mm-hmm. you stand for. Branding, and I like what, this is what Steve, um, sorry, not Steve, Jeff Bezos, the CEO of mm-hmm. Amazon says this, right? Branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Okay, yeah, I like this one. So branding, branding is really, really everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're in an organization, it's your products, it's your services, it's your people, it's your culture, it's, it's your digital. Of course, your logos and, and your different identity mm-hmm. components are part of that process. Mm-hmm. But it's just a tiny, small part. It's an entire ecosystem, an entire, an entire world that, mm-hmm. that you know, is, is the world of branding. And, and, that's, and that's, that's important to, you know, to, 
to to really explain it because like you said i've heard so many things and uh, and you, you you get lost in the process and you know and we we tend to be focused on just the material thing the physical thing but mm. yet you're talking about an experience you're talking about what people think about you which is yeah. also you know how you come across and how you present yourself your ideas and how you make people feel and sometimes we miss this part of uh, of the equation and that's uh, that can be level especially when we we do business so which which leads me to my next question it is how do you build a credible brand and how what are the ingredients the key thing that you need to have to be able to build some a brand and sustain it because at the end of the day is how sustainable is your brand as well if you want to be competitive it is. I mean, it's. Um, I mean, I could. I could talk about this for days. And that's why I have <laughs> you here <laughs> because I, I know about this that. For days. But I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to answer the question, which you know, in the given time that we mm -hmm. we, we have some quick ideas that that you know your your viewers can can take and implement. So for me, <clears throat> a branding 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 is a journey, mm -hmm. and there are things that you need to do. So I'm going to tell you five things that you can start to do for your brand. Mm -hmm. And I know I just saw a question from Jim, so it said, "Hey, I'm interested in personal branding." The five things that I'm going to tell you will apply to a product, service, an organizational brand, and also to a personal brand. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yes, ready I'm ready. <laughs> ready to put the five things. Yeah, I'm right. ready for this one. <laughs> the, the first thing that you need to think about is the discover. So I'm going to call it the 5D approach. Mm -hmm. The first thing is discover. So mm -hmm. every time I, when it comes to branding, it is very important that you don't just do go with your gut, but mm -hmm. you really look at what, what's in your marketplace, right? Mm -hmm. So you are talking to your customers, you are talking to your employees, you're talking to mm -hmm. your investors, you are looking at your competition, you're looking at what your competition is doing. Mm -hmm. And when you look at all these things, then you are now able to be very strategic in the way you build your brand. Mm -hmm. For example, I was talking to, to someone on Monday and I told this person, he was, ask, he was asking me, right? It's a personal brand. He said, what, what can I do? I'm in a financial, I'm a financial planner. Mm -hmm. And I said, go out there and find 10 financial planners that you admire, that you respect, that you think have world-class branding. Mm -hmm. Look at what they're doing. Look at what works from them. Don't copy them, but come back and tell yourself, what can I do better than them? Mm -hmm. So the first thing is the discover stage. And I think that's crucial for brands. Brands miss that part. Yeah. Brands go straight into, you know what, what they do? They go straight into saying, all right, let me put a Facebook ad. Let me mm -hmm. put a Facebook page. Yay, I've done branding. Nope, you have not done branding. Yeah, because yeah. We, we look at it from our perspective. You know, we have an idea. We say, okay, that's it. And, and, and that's why it's important to have, you know, people like you explaining to us, there's, you know, there's a process to go through. It's not exactly. just about you, you know, and exactly. that's important. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So the second thing is to then define. Mm -hmm. Now, the define part, there's, there's several layers to it, but I'm going to focus on, on one part of define, mm -hmm. which is to find out who you want to be speaking to, who your target audience is. Mm -hmm. Now, many a time I've, I've gone into organizations and I consult with organizations all around the world. Mm -hmm. And often when I meet small, especially the small medium enterprise, when I go meet them, I go, who's your target audience? And they go, public the general public. Really? I said, your audience is general public? Oh, um, it's working professionals. And I tell them that it's too broad. Mm -hmm. 
Because unless you have unlimited resources, meaning that you have money and you mm -hmm. have time, then you can target the whole world for all I care. Right? But if you have limited resources, then you need to be very defined in who mm -hmm. you are targeting. And that's when you get the best bang of your buck when it comes mm -hmm. to branding. So the second thing is define. The third thing is develop. Mm -hmm. So here is where I work with a lot of organizations and I help them develop a few things. And there, there's a whole list of things you need to develop, but let me tell you a few important things. Mm -hmm. The first thing is your brand positioning in the marketplace. How do you want to be perceived? How do you want to be seen? Mm -hmm. Now, this is very strategic, like what you are doing, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You call the show The Greatness Engineering, our show. Mm -hmm. It's a very clear positioning of how you want your viewers to see you and mm -hmm. your brand. So positioning is really the ability to, to be very clear about what you want to be known for in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The second thing is then about your personality, your brand personality. Mm -hmm. So this is, and I kind of do this exercise, right? Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll play it with you. When you think of Nike, mm -hmm. and if you, as a human being, male or female, if I'm asking you the question, right? So if you, if you think of Nike, do you think it's male, female, unisex? What do you think? It, it's, uh, I, I don't have, you know, I don't have any gender for Nike. Okay, so no gender. So again, mm -hmm. the question is, if I were to personify Nike, right, as a human mm -hmm. being, now, so you said it could be unisex, right? It could be male or female. Okay. Mm -hmm. How old? Young. Young. Okay. What kind of job would this person be having? Sport. Sports. What kind of attire would this person be wearing? Uh, you know, joggings and shorts and, you know, uh, yeah. What kind of values would this person have? Value. Uh, you know, team, you know, they, they really want team. to, you know, reach Great. out, team, team building. Team. Remember the tagline? Competitive, right? You mm -hmm. can get things done. So what I've just given you is an example of brand personality. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to, to, to you, you know, be an organization or an individual, you mm -hmm. need to craft your brand personality. Mm -hmm. And brand personality is what you say, how, what you look, how you feel. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. really what brand personality is all about, right? Mm -hmm. So the kind of values that you have. So that's brand personality. So that's the second thing. Mm -hmm. The third thing then is based on your brand personality and your brand positioning, what are the different messages that you are telling to the world? Or what's mm -hmm. your key message you're telling to the world? If you have one audience, then what's the great, what's that key message? If you've got multiple audiences, what are the what are the key messages you're telling the multiple audiences? So mm -hmm. that happens mm -hmm. at the develop stage. So really mm -hmm. the, the develop stage is very strategic. Mm -hmm. Then there is the deliver, the fourth stage, deliver stage. In this stage is where you create all your key assets for your brand to mm -hmm. help you deliver your brand. So that's where your logo comes into play. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you need a logo, you need identity guidelines, but everything is driven from the first three stages. Mm -hmm. So the deliver stage is driven by my discover, is, is, is driven by my, my define, is driven by my develop. develop. And now when I come to deliver, haha, I have clarity of how I want my brand to look, all the different assets, all mm -hmm. the tools, everything I need to help me build my ecosystem to the world. Mm -hmm. 
The final stage is drive. Uh -huh. And in this stage, what you are doing is that you are going out there and you are really building continuity for your brand by making sure that you are putting out content, like what you are doing, mm -hmm. that, you, um, that you are using the, the different channels that are available, mm -hmm. that you are really activating your brand and driving your brand to your key target audience. So it could be through mm -hmm. a content marketing strategy, it could be through, a, through um, a, a sales strategy, a customer experience strategy. So all this happens at the drive stage. Mm -hmm. So what I've just given you is a framework in less than five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To help you to start thinking about that branding is not about just coming out a logo. It's a it's a thought out process to mm -hmm. help you really when you when you finally come to the drive stage, everything has been created, everything has been defined, everything has been developed, everything mm -hmm. has been has been delivered to help you now drive your brand into all the different channels that you're operating in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and I think we we, we, we we tend to go straight to a, a stage number four, which is yes. deliver something and we don't even know why, what we want I, to, you know, and, and that's where we exactly. get stuck. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that's that's really good. So fantastic. I hope the audience is enjoying it. I'm enjoying yeah. it because uh, I'm learning so much. Uh, let's let's just go. Uh, so there's uh, so James. James is uh, is watching from I think from Gabon or France somewhere between the two. Uh, so he's uh, he's interested by personal branding and uh, he wanted some specifics. So we have the you know the process and I hope it's uh, it's important. He's me he mentioned as well reputation, but uh, please be a little bit clear about the reputation. And uh, we have a question here from uh, Eva. Eva is asking, is branding the same for uh, you know, the, uh, NGOs and businesses or do you have to, uh, to change? Uh, I think based on the process, it's probably, it, it, it links to the message that you, you want to, to bring and then the, the yes. first three stages, but you follow mm -hmm. the same process, I would say. Yes. So nope. it's, the process is always the same. I've, mm -hmm. I've never changed process. However, Eva, you, you have to look at the, the industry you're in. Mm -hmm. So I take the process and I plug it, for example, in an NGO type of business. Mm -hmm. I go through the same process. However, my discovery is going gonna, gonna to tell me different things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's going to tell me different things. My research, what my customers want, who want my audiences want, is going to tell me different things. Mm -hmm. And based on that knowledge, that's when I can go into brand building. Because yeah. every industry will tell you different things. Mm -hmm. And you use that knowledge and you go out there and you be strategic with that knowledge. Okay. All right. So I hope, you know, you got you, you got the answer that you wanted. We're going to take a break because I'm going to leave you a little bit, you know, to digest this process and understand a little bit what it is. And then we'll go to the next level of our discussion and conversation with Jerome uh, because it's, uh, it's getting really, you know, exciting right now. So don't go anywhere. Keep your pens, keep your, you know, your notebooks because we are learning like crazy today. But let's have a break to give you some space to really, you know, understand the, the five stages that uh, Jerome has just, you know, um, talked about just right now.
So we are back. We are back with uh, Jerome. We are focusing today on branding, and we've already had uh, you know the different stage of branding uh, from Jerome. But you know, Jerome, I just wanted to ask you because we are in a very you know um, uncertain time. You know, with mm -hmm. what's going on and mm -hmm. uh, with the pandemic, and obviously all the economic challenges attached to it. So, how do you see branding? You know, because at the end of the day, you talked about it being, you know, representing your personality or the personality of your company. And but what is the impact of the environment as well and the culture? Because, you know, you don't brand the same way in Singapore that you brand maybe in the US or in the, you know, in, in, uh, in Australia or in, in, uh, in some countries in Africa. So how do you, uh, you know, put the environment aspect into branding and what okay, is so, the part that it plays? So I, I, got, I got the question in two parts, right? So mm -hmm. the first part of it, I got the question was, the world is changing, mm -hmm. right? The world is changing. Mm -hmm. And the second part of it is, how do you bring the role of the environment in, mm -hmm. in branding? Mm -hmm. So I, I'm going to I'm going to pack this as two different questions if you don't okay, mind. Okay, that's that's yeah? perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the first question is: the world is changing. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Welcome to uh, the new norm, and I, I know all of you are, are going through this all around the world. I mean, the fact of the matter is, I've never been so zoomed out in my life, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Getting online and delivering programs virtually, and and things are changing around the world. Mm -hmm. uh, at the same time. We see businesses suffering. Mm -hmm. We see organizations, um, you know, in trouble. We know that globally around the world, there is going to be bad times ahead, mm -hmm. and I get that. And that's that's that is that is sad, uh, but it's that's the reality of the way the world is going, right? Mm -hmm. Now, how does branding fit into all of this? This is what I've been telling all my clients and my mm -hmm. clients be you got to fight for your brand like you've never fought before mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say it again you got to fight for your brand like you have never fought before mm -hmm. this is the time where you need to be aggressive you need to be flexible you need to ad adapt you need to change you need to really be a warrior out there in this changing world. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't do this and your industry is affected, mm -hmm. I don't know if you're going to survive this. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this from, mm -hmm. from the bottom mm -hmm. of my heart, right? And I hope that everyone does survive what's coming ahead. But hey, you know, I live in Singapore and I have friends calling me up, asking me for work. I have friends calling me up crying on the phone. I have clients who cannot even pay me. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've, I'm seeing it, right? Mm -hmm. Now, however, with that said, I've seen clients who, the way they have changed. Let me give you a simple example. So we had a client who was a restaurant. So what's mm -hmm. happened during, during COVID? Restaurants are closed. Now this guy, guess what this, this client of mine did, right? We, we sat down, we had a, we had a, brainstorming session straight mm -hmm. away the way he he transformed this business overnight was amazing like literally in days mm -hmm. he put a website up 
he moved into online delivery, which was not a market of his because he's, he owns a mid-range type of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Boom. He went online like in three days where everyone else wasn't. Number one. Number two, people liked his food. And so he came out with a secret sauce recipe where people could take his food, like, like literally, right, and take it and cook it at home. Mm-hmm. Guess what's happened? He has gone into, into double growth. So whatever he was making when it was no COVID, he's now making double that. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Double that. When every other restaurant is struggling and it's closing, this guy, boom, let's go out, boom. On top of that, he spent money. Mm-hmm. So everyone is saying, I'm not going to spend money. And he said, you know what? I'm going to get an e-commerce platform to, to do my online stuff. Mm-hmm. I am going to spend money on a consultant. <laughs> I am going to pay money on, on ads, on SEO and SEM. I'm going to do all these things. So instead of kind of saying, hey, I'm going to hide in the corner, please, mm-hmm. please, please COVID, don't destroy my business, please. He has gone out there and said, you know what? I'm going to fight like I've never fought before. Because what's the alternative? The alternative is for him to give up, close ranks, and pray to God that someone finds a finds a mm-hmm. cure for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have so that, control on that. Yeah, and that's the so thing. That's my, that's my first message, right? To answer your first part of your question is you got to fight. Mm-hmm. You got to fight. This is not the time to be conservative, right? This is a time for you to go out mm-hmm. there and see what you can do to increase awareness for your brand. And it's going to be, so mm-hmm. tomorrow, for example, I'm speaking to, to an audience in Australia, you know, to the to the Swimming School Association tomorrow morning. I'm speaking to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, I've, and I'm going to be telling them the same message. Yes, you're going through all these things, right? But there's going to be a time when these things are going to get better. Mm-hmm. So you have to now not just think about today, but you got to also got to think about tomorrow. So you are preparing so a lot of our clients now we've gone to all our clients and we told our clients hey you know what you i know it's tough now but there'll be a time when it's going to get better mm-hmm. start preparing for your future start preparing for when the economy opens up because the first horse mm-hmm. out right out in on the racetrack right the first one out is going to win the race exactly so so that's the advice i've been giving all my clients and that's that's the first mm-hmm. part of it I hope that answers that first part of the question. That's answered the first part of the question. Thank you. All right. What's the second question again? So the second <laughs> question was, you know, how you integrate the culture and the environment into the branding because uh, you don't brand the same way in Singapore or in, uh, you know, in, in America oh. or, you know, in Australia, okay. in Africa. So how do you take into account this aspect into your branding uh, process. So there's this thing that I tell organizations that I work with globally, right? It's this thing mm-hmm. called global. So it's global and local. Mm-hmm. So when I work with organizations, I say again, again, by the way, everything depends on the discovery stage because mm-hmm. it drives mm-hmm. a lot of the conversations. Is I tell an organization, even though you are local, you got to think global. Mm-hmm. So even though you're local, you got to think Global, but it doesn't global. mean to give up who you are. So it's a combination of glow, global, and local is global. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and I and that's the kind of advice I tell organizations, right? I mean, you have to have that that mindset to to look at the world as your as your as your as your oyster. But at the same time, in your market, you have to adapt to what's going on within your marketplace as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's a global and, and the local. Now the other thing that I do is, again, there there is a there's a tool which I which I tell organizations to use. It's called cultural dimensions. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a great tool. So if you Google cultural dimensions, I think it's Hall's cultural dimensions. I use that tool a lot in my in my branding practice, where when we go in as part of the discovery stage, if we're doing it from a country perspective, I use cross cultural dimensions to guide my discovery process. So mm-hmm. that's the other thing you could do, right? You can you look at, so for example, is Australia, part of the, the dimensions could be, for example, masculine or feminine. Mm-hmm. So Japan, for example, is a more masculine country. Yeah. Sweden, on the other hand, is a more feminine country. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what Australia is. <laughs> so probably somewhere uh, in between. You are in between, I think. <laughs> somewhere in between, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one aspect. Another cultural dimension could be power distance, mm-hmm. meaning how much is power respected in, in a particular marketplace? Because, mm-hmm. for example, if I'm in India, power mm-hmm. distance is very high. I know that the kind of messaging that I need to put out, the kind of, is, is all about, it's, there, there needs to be a power angle to mm-hmm. my message, for example. If, if I'm in a country where, where, for example, let's pick again Sweden, power distance is low. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I cannot go on, on power. I need I need to try something else. All right. So just to give you an example of again, it's a little bit it's, it's a little bit more depth to the question. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go on again for hours, but just to kind of get you thinking around mm-hmm. this these two principles. But I, but I think it's already you know it gives us an idea of what to do and where to start as well. Yeah. And and obviously in you know going into the process we will uh, you know we we'll, we we'll go a little bit more deeper and we have a lot of comments here and i think uh, people are learning a lot uh, there's a question for james um is uh, is asking about uh, the drive step on the storytelling tool what is it and how to use it effectively so in the drive we you know when i when i go in i run workshops with clients or if i'm consulting with them in mm-hmm. the drive we we build we build content Mm-hmm. So we have uh, we 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 build a content calendar or content bank that mm-hmm. we we help them to put out stuff in the marketplace like what you are doing mm-hmm. right so for example a mm-hmm. live stream expect of mm-hmm. it now in that process of building that content we ask ourselves what are some of the stories that we want to put out to the world to hear mm-hmm. now the stories that we that we put out to the world has to go back to what we learn about the brand. Mm-hmm. And what and going back to the to the, the audience that we define. So, for example, stories could be you know I've got a whole session on storytelling, but mm-hmm. just to kind of simplify it, you could talk you could you know you could tell stories about about your leadership. If you're an organization, like you know what mm-hmm. Apple has done with Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. or with or with Bill Gates, right? So they've used their leaders and their stories of the leaders very effectively. It could be stories around your values. It could be stories around your culture, like Google and it's Google's culture. I mean, you know, they, they tell that story all the time. Mm-hmm. It could be stories about customers, how, how you serve your customers or help your customers' needs. So there's a whole bunch of stories. And what we do is we develop those stories and we put them into content pieces to put them out there into the world. Mm-hmm. So that's how storytelling is used. 
So we have, uh, so we have um, uh, Rosaline. Rosaline is uh, in Texas, in the US, and she's talking about the shift, you know, that we need to do uh, because of, you know, the situation that we are in. And then uh, giving up is not an option. And she Agreed. likes the, and, and she likes the, um, uh, you know, what you just said, fight for your brand like you have never fought before, because that's uh, that's what's going to drive you further. And then, you know, focusing on, on the long term and not being, uh, you know, playing the victim, if I can, yeah. I, I can say it like that. So rank number two foot leaders in the world. You're almost there. You're almost there. And already <laughs> so amazing. And, uh, you know, congratulations on all uh, on that. And, you know, and that's why I wanted to ask you, because like I said, you know, you are the only Asian, you know, being ranked, you know, at this level. And I just wanted to ask you, I mean, and, and I think you, you, you've already talked about it in the video. What are the key, you know, of your success? You know, the key thing that actually help you to reach this level and, and really almost attend your, you know, your vision, which is really getting very close. Mm, so the, I thank you for sharing that video. It, it, it brought back a very sentimental moment for me mm -hmm. because I, I got the ranking in the start of this year that I was mm -hmm. told I was number two in the world and I was just overwhelmed mm -hmm. because it, it's something I've been working for for 23 years, working towards it. Mm -hmm. To answer your question, is it's really the two things that I've said. The first thing is that comfort never produced greatness. Mm -hmm. Comfort never produced greatness. And I am obsessed with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am. It's, it's in my blood, right? You know, being uncomfortable. I go out there and I ask myself this question, what can I, what can I do better? How can I be better? How can I learn stuff? Just last week, there was an up and coming brand guru in Singapore. And guess what I did? I went for a session to listen mm -hmm. to him speak because there's knowledge all around us. And I believe there is a need that, that, that hunger is above, above anything else. So in fact, I was, when I was in that, in that session, when I was in that session and, and, it, was, and it was virtual hearing him speak, he saw my name mm -hmm. and it's like, Oh my God, I got Jerome here listening to me speak. And so he reached out to me and he says, why, why are you attending? And I said, it's, it's simple, right? You have a perspective. I'm interested in listening to it and learning from you. I don't care how old you are. I don't care. I, I, I don't care if, if I'm number two and you're not. It doesn't matter to me because I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm obsessed with learning and getting better. So that's, that's, that's the, the first thing. The second thing is, is, that, is that throughout my life, right? I mean, I've had great, great mentors. I've had, I've had people who have, have really helped me in that journey. Mm -hmm. And I still have them till today, right? I have mastermind groups, I have mentors. And that, that, that really is a push. Because when you surround yourself, you know, they say birds of a feather flock together. Mm -hmm. When you surround yourself with, with, with people that, that encourage you, that push you, you know, I mean, of course, one of them is my wife. Mm -hmm. I was, I was, I was, tired today because I had, I've got a keynote tomorrow and my equipment wasn't working and I was had a lot of things that I had on. And, and before this call, right, this is what she said to me. She goes, Jerome, when you get on the call for the greatness engineering, our show, 
you are going to always show the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you're tired. And she said it to me just just before coming on, right? Because I was exhausted because mm-hmm. I had a crazy day today. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important that you surround yourself with people who who push you, who care for you, who mentor you, who coach you. And and I'm I'm gonna my commitment is to have these people for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. To always so, have people around me. Yeah. Wow. So two very powerful, you know, thing being, you know. Uh, obsessed with being uncomfortable because we know that you know when we start to get uncomfortable we 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 have to stretch ourselves and we have <laughs> to go to the next level because you know the 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 growth is actually happening where you know outside the comfort zone and that we can't you know we can't uh, you know get away from it so comfort never produce greatness and i agree with you and the other point as well which is you know you can't do it alone you have to you know you're just you're a human being you need this support yeah. you need people who can support you you need people who can help you and uh, it's uh, you know it's it's very important to to have that yeah. because otherwise you know when you know you're stretch you you can give up and 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 you need this so may, the may, uh, I, may I add one thing mm-hmm. so the, the video brought back a, a memory mm-hmm. to me right when i was watch, I just watched the video Because when I first started my my career, right, so came out of school with a master's degree, so excited to to look for a job as a brand consultant, mm-hmm. and I remember going to a job interview in Singapore, walking in, and and I'd say it in the story, telling the guy that one the guy that was interviewing me that one of my dreams was to be, to to really be a thought leader in this space. Mm-hmm. He laughed at me, and said wow. I could never do it. I could never do it because I was Asian, mm-hmm. and I remember. I literally I walked out of the interview with tears in my eyes, still thinking about it. That 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 hurts sometimes thinking about the comment. And I believed him for a bit. Mm-hmm. What I didn't tell the videos, I walked out and I believed him. I said, you know what? This is not maybe I'm not cut out. Asians mm-hmm. are never going to be successful. Mm-hmm. We are not. I'm, I, I'm not cut out for this. And I'm so lucky that that I snapped out of it after a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm on. I mopped around for a day, and I stepped out of it. And I go, "Guys, what? You know what? I'm I'm going to prove this person wrong. Yeah, I am going to push this wrong. So, the message to the world, right? For those of you listening in, is it's very simple. People are going to look you in the eye and tell you you can't do this. You are not good enough. Give up. Go home. You are only Asian." You're only Australian, and all kinds of stuff, stuff they could be saying to you. Mm-hmm. If someone tells you that, I'm going to give you this one piece of advice, right? And I and I hope you pardon my language, right? Mm-hmm. But screw them, screw them, because you, everything is in in your hands, right? It's in your mm-hmm. in your destiny, and you prove these people wrong with every mm-hmm. fiber of your being. With every fiber of your being, mm-hmm. not to take revenge on them, but to tell yourself, to tell yourself that you know what, naysayers will never put you down, mm-hmm. and you will rise above that. Yeah, and exactly, and that's the you know the the uh, the best revenge is success. The best revenge is success. So always prove people wrong because you know what you're capable of. You know yeah. why do you want to listen to uh, somebody else? You know you are the one. You know in control of what you can do, 
and uh, and and you're not going to believe what somebody else is telling you you know they they have their own perspective or their own you know view of you based on their own limitation sure. and that's what they project on you so you really have to make sure that you know you have this belief in yourself because otherwise it can destroy you if you like yeah. you said it can destroy you you have to react really 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 well so let's go to the the comment chat i think there's a few you know a few comments and questions it's getting crazy i think they they're really enjoying the conversation um so uh gems humility great so he's enjoying it and then uh, rosaline as well uh so she likes the fact that you know you mentioned that we have to surround ourselves with people that push us and people who love us and coach us because we can't you know we can't do it alone and uh gems again we have to keep learning like you said and uh, rosaline is you know talking about the pain that you had when this person told you that you know you can't amount to anything in in this industry and she said pain produces purpose and that's like that. you know that's, that's exactly and that's, that's what you cool. know i like that Rosalind. and i like that because then you know you you made it your purpose to actually succeed in this industry and you've made it and you prove this person wrong and prove negative people wrong and that's you know that's the key in in all of this and uh, and mine is the best revenge is success and and sophie again sophie's watching from cameroon in west africa and she's also uh, you know learning uh, a lot today so i mean it's you know it's been a really you know a very plain hour and uh, again thank you for taking the time and you know in the, to to come and you know and share all of this after a very long day and we really appreciate uh you know everything that you you you've, you've shared with us obviously there's more and i encourage the audience to just you know get in contact with you directly and if they need support just discuss with you on how you can support them and uh, and and help them to go to the next level in their branding effort either personal branding or business branding so anything else that you want to leave the audience with because you know we've talked about you know uh you know we we, we try to approach the different angles of uh branding in one hour which is you know kind of uh, you know a, 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 a challenge because there's so much in branding and what i wanted to uh, the last question i wanted to ask you is that what are the key lessons you know um that you want to leave the audience with when it it comes back to you know when we talk about branding so just remember that that branding is a process it's strategic mm -hmm. it's very important mm -hmm. don't don't do think think and then do right so it's a strategy needs to drive action action without strategy doesn't make sense right you're just randomly going and doing things work with your strategy spend time on strategy and then go into action and then you will see that fit coming together so for me please remember branding is not a logo it's not a facebook post it's a lot more than that it's a lot more than that so Okay. And very powerful. I think and very powerful because, you know, like I said at the beginning, a lot of us has different, you know, idea of branding. 
And yet, you know, it's a full process. There's a science behind it. And people need to understand that you can't just come and then just, you know, put a logo and the website. There's there's a lot of strategic effort to put into it, especially if you want to thrive and if you want to uh, go to the next level, uh, you know, uh, in whatever uh, area or industry that you, you mm. operate in. So for, for us, it's bye-bye. Uh, uh, to everybody and thank you so much Jerome for taking the time to be here with us uh, despite your busy schedule and I really appreciate you sharing all this knowledge and helping us to understand what branding it's all about and uh, offering as well this free course to the audience so thank you very much and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know it's gonna be a good good night for you and enjoy, you know, a good rest before you start your busy day tomorrow again. So thank you very much. And uh...